125,600 minutes. 525,000 moments, oh dear. In daylights, in sunsets, in 33 wrestling podcasts. It's not enough for a year. <laughs> How do you measure, measure a year? Happy one year anniversary of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. We're one year on from Revolution Onion, and boy, do I not miss that even one little bit. Hey, it's fine you didn't get me anything, man. We're not one of those, you know, we we don't keep score like that. But no. happy one year anniversary to you, and happy one year anniversary to you, dear listener. Like we said in the cold open, 52 weeks, 35 episodes. That's the kind of reliable product you can expect from this show. We're going through more staff members than Donald J. Trump did. We had a videographer. We we went YouTube. We went away from YouTube. We went to art director. We've changed the music a couple of times. We've changed the whole format of the show. It's, it's an imperfect system. That's but right. here we are one year out. It, it, it all feels kind of cyclical, doesn't on, it? On the brink of nuclear war, here we are. It's kind of fitting when you think about it. Our first episode, potentially our last, you know. Unless you want to keep doing this from the blast zone, which feels feels a little uh, insensitive. It's going to be tough to fit the computer into Will's bug out bag. (laughs) I mean, you could get the the, uh, real necessary components in there maybe, but the desk is going to have to stay. And the desk is a real centerpiece. Pretty much the coolest thing in this room outside of the Macho Man picture. <laughs> outside of the six-foot-tall poster of Macho Man Randy Savage. We are back. The one of four days a year where our fantasy booking actually matters. AEW Revolution. Uh, Ryan, why don't you explain the differences in this week's show and the rest of the shows we do to our loyal yeah, audience? Don't put it out that we have to do one next week. I mean, we're not, we're clearly not consistent. <laughs> hey, we're, we're batting like 667. Those are Hall of Fame numbers in pretty much any sport. They'd be talking, if it was, if it was baseball, they'd be talking about us as the greatest player of all time. Uh, and we are. Uh, so normally we, uh, fantasy book the show, which means nothing. And then at the end we do a little over under challenge on the number and the demo, but due to, uh, you know, the, the big revolution pay-per-view, we will take our fantasy booking into, uh, into, uh, our own hands here and, uh, try to win a challenge based on who has better wrestling predictions. Who's got better takes? And I gotta tell you, usually I feel pretty confident, but you've been so good recently. I'm just shaking in my boots. I've been real good at at booking the wrestling. I've been real bad at figuring out who's gonna watch. I think we all have, because TBS numbers have been pretty volatile. You know, eight hundred thousand one week, one point one million the next. It's like how how are the real wrestling journalists like you and I supposed to keep up with stuff the, like the that? The real journals of of AEW over here. I do have a punishment for this week that I'm I'm pretty excited about. Sure. In going back and listening to our episodes, I've noticed a theme where we have some high concept, difficult to. Uh, you know, to make good on punishments. Sure. And then we have very digestible, easy punishments. And in that spirit, the punishment for AEW Revolution is just very simple. Put a slit in your eyebrow, you know? Just a, just a nice 2022 sure. eyebrow slit. Sure. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? You have an Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I don't use my instagram but i mean you just take a clippers and go all stylish like all all peaky blinders like (laughs) jason moma like you know makes it look like you've been in a fight yeah i mean 
seems pretty simple. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, right? Yeah, it's gonna be real nice to have to explain to whoever gets to do my hair. I need a slit knot, bro. To it. Oh, you don't want to do it yourself? Just go in there, take oh, your no, best I'm, guess at it. No, I want. I'm for sure gonna have her probably do a double slit or something of that sort. Ooh, stylish! Yeah, I love that yeah. for you. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty simple. Uh, what a stacked card! No room for Cody if he was in the company on this card because the Bucks put themselves on the pape. You know, and well, it's... well, hold on, Ryan. There is one spot left in that face of the Revolution ladder match. <laughs> So, so, <laughs> Ring know. of Honor World Champion Cody comes down. He's back, folks. We're, we're believing that he is back. He's going to lead the assault on AEW from Ring of Honor. It's a work. It was all work. We told you it was all work. Nobody believed us how worky it was. Do you guys remember when Cody Rhodes was Ring of Honor Champion and he turned the belt into a ring? Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> Be prepared for great Cody Rhodes shit coming down the pipe. Or he's in WWE, either way. <laughs> you know, best of luck, whatever he's doing. But we're not talking about Cody Rhodes. We're talking about the opening match of this card, which is God You Hope Andrade Family Office versus Darby Sting and Sammy Guevara. You brought up a real interesting take that you think these two tagging together likely means that Andrade wins on Friday, which I would be just fine with. Uh, you know, Sting, when, when we were booking this, uh, this, uh, in the lead up to this, Sting looked at Darby and said, when he says he's going to do something, he does it. And I think this is when, uh, Andrade can take the, uh, take the title off of Sammy. You know, Sammy's reign has been good, I guess. Fine. I don't know. Is, is it long enough to dump the title on it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing with Sammy. I don't have a whole lot of interest in this match, to be honest. And it's just, it's one of those things that I think this is just further going to have Isaiah Cassie most likely take a pin and get further and further to Matt Hardy kicking himself or everybody else out of the Hardy family office. So he can, join, so his he can join his erratic brother. brother. Uh, yeah, you know, there are, there are pay-per-view matches that are going to be incredible technical bouts. There are pay-per-view matches that really further in- interesting and, you know, developed storylines through to their climax. And then there's this. And there's know? some that do neither, and, and that's then, what this does. And then you have a six-man tag featuring a 60-year-old man and the handsomest man in the company. And it's like, I don't even get what this is for. Yeah, I have no idea why this is on the card. It seems like whatever this is on the card for, you could have just spread out over the time of the other matches. Yeah, couldn't agree more, but... Um, because I think the show is like a little predictable. Maybe I'm wrong there, but it seems a little predictable. Sure. I'm just going to go the other way and say that Andrade maybe doesn't win tomorrow and he picks up a pin over Darby Allen and Sting eats his first loss to Andrade. Which is a good thing for Andrade to have because he's so handsome. Right? Sure, and he needs victories. Yeah. Um, and right. I think that's why you're putting the title on him on Friday. And then you can have Isaiah Cassidy lose here to further along that storyline of getting Jeff Hardy in here. So, yeah, uh, Isaiah Cassidy takes the pin here. All right. A little dissension in the ranks very early on, mm-hmm. which is good because, like I said, I don't think we're going to be too separated on this show I think for a whole lot. it's chalky. Think it's chalky. Uh, I think uh, I think you uh, throw one of two women's matches in right off the bat here, which congratulations, Tony! You found a way to get two women's wrestling matches on one card. I didn't know it was possible. All it but took here you was are. having a whole extra belt. Who would have thought? All it took was having a whole extra belt in a whole other company. <laughs> you know, he didn't he didn't start putting two women's wrestling matches on on a program until he bought Ring of Honor. Well, oh yeah. Yeah, it's all coming together, Ryan, and I see that for you. You're picking up the cookies, the crumbles. If you're going to do one here, you probably do the Bunny versus Jade Cargill for the TBS Women's Champion. You know I hate correcting it's you, but Ty it's Conti. for sure Ty Conti. It's Ty Conti. I said it, and the second you made the face, I was like, I did not say Ty Conti. <laughs> uh, Ty Conti versus Jade Cargill for the TBS Women's Championship after the bunny was just absolutely robbed of a visual pinfall on television last mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't talk about how mistreated the bunny has been in this company, and I think there's only one option for her. Go to Ring of Honor? Go to the E. Oh. 
Go to the E where they sure. treat women with some fucking respect. Sure. Or, sure. C- or control your narrative, because, you know, I know you've really got your eyes on that promotion. The very Trumpy Austin Aries promotion, control your narrative. Um... Yeah, this is another one that kind of just popped up out of nowhere, and I think it's going to be a um, a good thing for Jade to get another another win on the line. I think Jade has been just fine in the ring lately. You know, she's improved for for a woman who only has less than thirty matches, thirty professional matches on her on her belt. Boy, she's done all right. You know, like we neither of us were super primed on her getting this belt out of the gate because we've been just wanting ruby soho to do anything something please anything just anything really um (laughs) with with ruby and and, but you know jade has done everything that she's asked and i you know we we always we heard tony wanted to do something of like a goldberg streak with one of the wrestlers whether it was going to be goldberg himself or something else like that a lot of people are looking at Jade. I personally think that's Hook's deal. Is he is just going to slowly wrap up all these wins, and all of a sudden you'll be like, "Do you know Hook's like forty eight? No, like you're not even going to realize it." But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Jade Jade gets gets the victory here, and I I think this has a chance to be one of your more rocky matches because Ty occasionally doesn't put on the cleanest of matches. Um, and then with an, with an amateur on one of her first like real pay-per-view pushes here, this has a chance to be a clunker, and I hope it isn't. Yeah, I, I could see that, too. Ty is not, you know, flawless in the ring. I'm, I, I'd be the first person to admit that. But the thing is, when she has it put together and things go the way they're planned, I love her move set. I think she can do that kind of thing. I remember her match with Britt Baker being very good. And so you hope that, you know, maybe they have some help calling this one, putting it together a little bit, and they can just stay in the pocket, have a good match. And you're absolutely right. There's just no reason that Ty Conti is the one to transition from Jade Cargill to. So Jade for sure picks up a win here. Uh they just did a visual pinfall thing with the bunny, so I think it's going to have to be, you know, fairly clean. clean. Maybe maybe you have some outside shenanigans with Smart Mark, and maybe Sammy can come out and say a thing or two, because those two have been lighting up social media with their relationship stuff. I think it's going to be hard to keep them separate on TV long. One of the things that I hope here is that you, you get Jade two cleaner victories. You know, it seems like smart Mark Sterling always has a lot to do to help um, with her. And I kind of hope, you know, you just have one of these upper mid-card talents that Ty is. I hope you kind of just have Jade smush her cleanly. Yeah, I don't hate, you know, I don't hate that. Also, think... they did the kiss thing that whenever they go face, whenever any two wrestlers go face to face and we go kiss, they actually did kiss just a, just one and that's and, all we ask for and all i'm saying is keith lee and powerhouse hobbs you know just do the same just thing take a little note yep. just take one little note from their match and yep. maybe do something with for it for sure two yeah. adams could too what's that the two adams could as well oh couldn't they this is just a card that's full of people who could just do one little kiss just a just a quick kiss just a dua lipa one little kiss one little kiss uh, so yeah, we both have Jade. Let's move along to uh, what do you got next? Do you think the dog just, collar match? You no, want to save that? Can I, can I say something? Sure. Let's just get these out of the way. Sure. Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. <laughs> Another match that like. If we paper. haven't lost the listeners, boy, just wait. Just you guys, the passion's gonna come. Hold I promise. On. Hold on. Hold, hold on to your butts, because the passion at the end of, of when we get real excited about the wrestling. But you know, we're basically uh, when you have four really good things on your plate, and then somebody brought like shitty jar marshmallow corn fluff bake. Oh yeah. It's like get that fucking off my plate. <laughs> That's what Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho is. Ex- I don't accept accept and can I say something? Sure. The Jericho thing's got a little bit of heat with me and maybe it's cuz he's lost 75 pounds in the last <laughs> 3 weeks, but I don't know, man. Eddie Kingston's good. The thing about it is that like 
this whole feud has been two guys in a ring giving each other promos, but it's like they weren't even listening. It was weren't even listening to what they said. Like Chris Jericho on Dynamite, uh, whenever it was last night for us, but whenever we get this out, you know, uh, is like, uh, I heard you're pretty good on promos. It's like, dude, that's all Eddie Kingston's good at. That and then wearing a really tight tank top yeah. with sweatpants. Like yeah. that's Even what Eddie he Kingston's looks so good at. So good in a DMX shirt that he right. refuses to wear in the ring. I agree a hundred percent. It's like they cut a promo and then Jericho's like, I didn't listen to that man. Yeah. <laughs> You, 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 I'll shake your hand. Who gives a fuck if I'm... I don't care if you shake his hand, Chris Jericho. Who gives a fuck? Why don't you just be a god-awful shitty heel like you were with the AEW World Championship again, Chris Jericho? Because that was fun. Yeah. And I recognized that people were singing the song and, you know, AEW doesn't have heels and baby faces. But what if Chris Jericho was just shitty again? But this time, he had abs. Yeah, I mean, it, I just, I honestly just don't get it, and it, it's, I don't, it, it's like, I mean, you're gonna have Eddie Kingston win. Yeah, and it helps you get proud and powerful out of the inner circle, which is good because mm-hmm. they're incredible, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. they've been very good. Santana looks like three times the size. <laughs> looks like a main event in a good way. A yeah. Oh, yeah, and I think, you know, he's just finishing a bulk, and maybe he'll do a little cut after that, and he'll look like 2004 Eddie Guerrero even more than he already does, which is to say a little bit. And Ortiz, as well, has just turned his body into a wrestler's body. They're doing career-level work in AEW in the ring. They've been good in both Battle Royals, the Tag Team Battle Royals, which were fun, by the way. And I think you just needed to have a real thing to signify this is when proud and powerful leave the inner circle and that's what this match is for sure but i wish proud and powerful more a part of it instead of chris jericho and eddie kingston shooting promos on two guys that are just across it's like they're shooting promos on the way that each other would look if they knew nothing about them and then wasn't listening yeah. It was like if they had just had a, a silence-proof wall and they just started yelling at each other, you look like a guy who's failed. And he's like, you look like a guy who used to work at WWE. And the, like, Your dad's a failure. Those, those don't have anything to do with each other. <laughs> but if you win, I'll shake your hand. I'll shake your hand. What? And I don't think... What? Uh, I'm glad that you think Eddie Kingston's going to win here because that's a little point of dissension between us. I think Chris Jericho goes full heel to pick up a W here, and that's what catalyzes Proud and Powerful all the way leaving because they're so clearly babyfaces going forward. I mean, I'm just going to say something. Eddie Kingston hasn't won on a pay-per-view yet. Yeah, correct. And it this seems like the one where you can push him. You know, you don't need to push him at Hangman, but you could push him back into the TNT title mix and get him moving. I mean, I think that this is a launching pad for both of them, but it's a launching pad for Chris Jericho to be solo and a launching pad for Eddie Kingston to join Proud and Powerful as a winner. Like, that's why I think they're making such a big deal about this shake-your-hand dumb thing, is that Eddie Kingston will win, and then that's when Chris Jericho will kind of be a little bitch. Be a little bitch. A little bitch. A little cucuck bitch. Little bitch. A little capital ride. Wife was wife like the fucking capital bitch. Anyway, anyway, now back to the good part, as Michael Bolton once said. Let's talk about some matches we have actual interest in. Sure. Uh, which one do you want to do first? Uh, tag team. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have, for the tag team championships, the champions Jurassic Express versus challengers Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Boy, does Red Dragon versus Young Bucks just kind of excite me a little bit, you know? This, I mean, I don't know if you've heard how sour we've gone on the dinosaur but the last few episodes on this thing, but the two, four, six of this match I'm very into. Five, six. Five, six of this match to be a thing, but... To be honest, uh, it it's kind of like uh, quicksand with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus right now, and it's Luchasaurus is already under the quicksand, and Jungle Boy is slowly just fading into it uh, because I don't give a fuck about 
what they're doing with their reign. All I care about is the other tag teams. I care about Santana and Ortiz. I care about FTR. I care about the Young Bucks. I care about Red Dragon. You know, I care about, but Lucha, uh, Jurassic Express, I almost forgot their name. I, I don't care. I fucking forget that they even had the belt for a minute. You know, it's like, uh, what are we doing here with these two guys? Selling action figures to 15-year-old kids, and that's fine. But can I say something? Sure. AEW should just have Freebird rules, and for the pay-per-view and for the foreseeable future, Christian should just be the <laughs> AEW Tag Team Champion yeah. with Jungle Boy. Yeah. And they can stand on you know opposing ring posts and do that. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. looking with my hand mm-hmm. like it's a telescope mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, and think about how much better that would be than the dinosaur hurting people. For sure, for sure. Than the dinosaur ruining my favorite tag team's title reign. Um, <laughs> you know, Kings of the Black Throne is another tag team that you can have in there. You know, the Lucha Brothers are still a tag team that you can have in there. Do you and, see how muscly Buddy Matthews' tits were? Oh, he's got some tits. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do, yeah. do you remember the like t- early 2000s WWE action figures where it was like a regular action figure that they dipped in soft foam? Oh, yeah. That's what Buddy Matthews looks it's like. It's true. He's a big boy now. He's a, such a big boy. <laughs> uh, very into, yeah, very into the addition there. Uh, I think, but I mean, I you're going to get a good match out of this. You're going to get... You know, good wrestling the, for sure. The Bucks, every pay per view that they have been on, which is all of them, uh, have come away with match of the night or at least um, runner up match of the night. You know, so you know that's going to be good. And Red Dragon, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get into it, but it's hard with you know Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. It, it's it's fine, but I would like it, it's like I would rather have FTR there. You know, and then. I'd rather have Top Flight than Jurassic Express. Welcome back, Top Flight. Can we say that enough? Yeah, and then you absolutely. Just, it's and crazy you... that I went half an hour without talking about the fact that <laughs> Darius Martin is back, returning. I don't know if you know this about him. He's only 22 years old, and he also used to bag groceries nice. at Cub. It's like I have a new Dante Where's, Martin to Where is he about. from? He's from Minneapolis, goddamn Minnesota. He's from here. He's from here. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm hopping uh, off of my soapbox. The thing with... say Talk about the tag match. The thing with Red Dragon is... I think part of the problem is that Three years ago, you and I made a solemn vow that no Fed shit was going to get watched. And <laughs> we identified that those two as Fed shit. And Adam Cole wasn't really that way because we were just like, I mean, it's Adam Cole. He'll be here eventually. Yeah, eventually he'll be here. But I just told myself, no. I no like Fed this. shit. <laughs> no Fed shit. And Red Dragon, respectfully, Fed shit. feels like Fed shit to me. But... If the story of this triple threat tag team match is that nobody pays attention to Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy because they're too busy fighting each other, and then Jungle Boy, specifically Jungle Boy, gets like a sneaky snare trap win over one of them, and it causes the Young Bucks and Red Dragon to feud separately and out of the tag picture, and allows, I mean, specifically proud and powerful in my opinion right now, to just come right up and swoop those belts off, I'm fine with it. I'm just fine with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you. I think this match is to get a to get people to remember that uh, Jurassic Express is the tag team champs and have them move their reign along for you know another month maybe, and then you dump it on Proud and Powerful after Eddie Kingston brings them to glory yeah i love that um glory be to god i'm gonna say this now because it occurred to me like 36 hours ago uh your phone oh is it buzzing mm-hmm. sorry dear listener griffin edit that out um your double or nothing kenny omega return which is when it's gonna happen is going to be Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Red Dragon and Adam Cole. And I'm sure that will be really good. <laughs> you know, that'll probably just be really good if I had to guess. 
boy would that make me a happy happy boy so that you heard it here first dear listener look out for double or nothing 2022 the elite versus you know whatever they call undisputed era not in nxt red dragon plus adam cole i think probably red dragon era I yeah I I mean I hope that's how you do it. Otherwise, I guess you give it to Red Dragon here by doing something shisty to the Young Bucks. Yeah, don't do that though, right? Don't have Red Dragon be your AEW tag champs. I don't think so. I think that uh, yeah. I mean, I think you go Santana Ortiz, and then you get FTR to be the first two times. Yeah, I'm fine with all of that. I like that booking very much. So you also have Jurassic Express to retain. That is correct. And you said that Luchasaurus is going to take the pinfall over Matt, Nick, and both of the guys no. from Red Dragon. Whatever you said, Just no. Book him to the moon, make him look like a star. He's going to look like Brock or Roman at WrestleMania last year, pinning them both. Uh, let's talk about some real spice, huh? Sure. Let's talk about Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. Well, you almost forget this one is on the card because this card is so stacked. Yeah. This is going to be stiff. Uh, yeah, this is Ryan doesn't like it when the wrestlers actually hit each other. So Ryan is not going to like this match at all. He always talks about, just like at the end of the day, I like knowing both of those guys are okay. I do say that. And I imagine that John Moxley and Brian Danielson's chests are going to look like hamburger after this match. But that's the thing is, I like chops. It's I like chops and I like those things. I don't like you know, eighty billion light tubes and pizza cutters and. How do you feel about a man who had to retire because of concussions, giving stiff shoot headbutts to somebody who's six foot four and has a forehead shaped like a Cro Magnon man? <laughs> uh, I this is where you're gonna see Brian Danielson do the uh, diving headbutt. <sighs> God, you just hope not, don't you? Don't you just hope you don't see Brian Danielson doing any flying headbutts? I mean, I think you're going to see Brian Danielson doing a flying headbutt. I bet you are. I bet you are. You're going to see Brian Danielson do a cattle mutilation mm-hmm. and a bunch of German suplexes. Kick his fucking head in. And John Moxley's going to do a bunch of German suplexes because he's wrestling like he's been in a G1 recently, which, hey, <laughs> you know, maybe just send them both over there and plug them in a G1. Have them be block winners. Hey, you know, depending on how good the match is, I, and I truly do think this is going to fuck pretty hard. And I think Brian Danielson is the only person in AEW who's had, no, Cody had a couple, but multiple time limit draws. Maybe you just do that here. Maybe you just do it for 30 straight of them kicking the piss out of each other. Nope. 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 Mox wins this. Mox wins this for sure, because this is... This is, Mox was talking about how he's never beat Brian Danielson. This is how you're having them join forces. This is how to start up their their beat the shit out of uh, young boys. Uh, Whoa. So, so in your fantasy, I want to make sure I have this right. John Moxley wins and then joins Brian Danielson? Oh, yeah. That is spicy. Oh, yeah. That is spicy as hell. Oh yeah, I'm fine. And then, with they, it. And then they get that stable of young boys. <laughs> and then Moxley and Danielson's house for wayward it's, boys. Yeah, it's it's like Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw a tiger. Now I understand. That's right. I saw a tiger. Tiger That's song, right. man. That's right. Uh, Orville Peck's like better Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun to just come up with analogies for what Orville Peck is? Because yep. I told you gay cowboy Lana Del Rey, and I'm pretty proud of that one. Mm-hmm. Country Morrissey. Country Morrissey. Do you know what the genre is? No. Y'alternative. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Tex Hooper reincarnated. I mean, basically. <laughs> basically <laughs> going down chowing down uh what i'm trying to say is i miss norm mcdonald <laughs> we all do <laughs> you know we all do but tex hooper you could it's like on the platforms man <laughs> just go listen to it or is it <clears throat> or is it like watching Brody lee matches at this point it's supposed to be fun but it makes you feel all wistful uh we did some uh old bte watching of the papers <laughs> give me my papers 
who has papers for me? <laughs> oh, what a special man he was. You want to touch it? That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. It's the best one. Pop. Uh, all this to say, I think that Brian Danielson wins, you know, uh, after some glorious wrestling violence and says, I still want to be your partner, and that's how they do it. Uh, but I, I like what you said. Well, <laughs> we, we have a couple of... Uh, we have a couple of... Uh... Just a couple little points of contention, you know what I mm-hmm, mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, this this is going to fuck, man. Yeah, it's, it, the thing is, is that I, I, I can't back this up, but I don't think Mox has wrestled a five-star in AEW. And the thing is, is that I think that I don't know, like, I don't think his style leads to a five-star match. I think that he's a, it's a little bit too brawly and not uh, not move-setty enough. Uh, that being said, you put Danielson in there with him, and boy, uh, you could get there. You could get across the line with these two. I think <clears throat> you're going to get... Choppy choppies, uh, punchy punchies. I think both men are going to bleed. Some chokes, I would imagine. Yep. Some submission holds. Maybe do that like Stone Cold Bret Hart thing where Moxley tries a couple submission holds, which is outside of his regular game. You know, just do some, just let it go. Just let, I, it, let it breathe. You know? I think this thing ends with a dirty deeds off the ropes. It's called a paradigm shift. Oh. Yeah, my bad. You know I hate correcting. You Paradigm know. shift off the second rope onto uh Right, it's actually Brian. called a death rider and I hate to correct you, but That's a New Japan. They call it Paradigm Shift here. Right, but this is probably basically a New Japan match when you think about it. <laughs> uh, when you think about how they're both going to the G1, they're going to It's basically New Japan. They're going to drop him on that head that's broken of him from the second rope. <laughs> Just crack that little egg. Oh, man. Uh, another match I'm very excited for. Let's do the face of the revolution ladder match. Or as Ryan calls it, Ryan's big beefy parade. The beef show. Just, well, it's a beef show. Just have Ryan in the front row. In a carnival parker's outfit. <laughs> Come see the beef show. Only a nickel. <laughs> yeah, they, they just took a bunch of big beefy boys. And then they were like, and we'll season that with Ricky Starks and Orange Cassidy. And it's mm-hmm. like, cool. And then either Christian or Ethan Page. Is that the play-in match? That's on Friday. Christian. Ethan Page. Either. Either one. That's fine. I was kind of hoping they would leave that one up to chance and it would be Swerve, but, you know. Well, I think there's, isn't there still a... A spot seven? Yeah, I thought so. Uh, The last updated card I saw only had the Christian Ethan Page for a total of six. But if it's seven and Swerve comes out, that'd be good. Or John Gresham comes out and Keith Lee throws him a mile. (laughs) Throws him into the sun. John like Gresham. an Olympic javelin. John Gresham comes out. Keith Lee beals him from on top of the ladder. John Gresham is never seen in AEW again. <laughs> Being thrown into outer space. I would like to see Keith Lee throw <clears throat> Powerhouse Hobbs. And then I would like to see Powerhouse Hobbs spinebuster Keith Lee. You know what I'm saying? Boy, oh boy. Meat fight, meat fight, meat fight. <laughs> There's going to be some guys slapping beef in this. Uh, yeah, I think this is, you could go any which way with it. You could go wherever you want. I have a, I have an idea, but I think, yeah, I think you're going to get all of the big guys beating up on the little guys for a minute. And then I think that once the big guys turn on each other, you're going to probably have the little guys team up. Try to take out some big guys. Um, yeah, and I bet Ricky Stark's Orange Cassidy oddball wrestling team probably works for as long as you need to do it in yep, this match. Yep. And, and, I mean, maybe you have Team Taz just kind of team up and destroy some people for a while, too. You could do that. Uh, this match is, I think, the most open of them all. Of, of Anything could happen. Yeah, I agree with you, except for that I think you and I are pretty much exactly on the same page about how it ends 
Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the story is just baked in at this point that Wardlow is leaving MJF. That MJF has told Wardlow any title that you should win in AEW will transfer to me, and that's like not. He that's said he the, could have it on. Uh, said he could have it on Dynamite last night. He fucking lied. <laughs> He fucking lied. He's literally been wrestling heels for like six straight weeks for no reason. <laughs> like, you remember when they had him beat up Blade? It's like, of course you're turning this guy babyface. He's so handsome. Wardlow is the best. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. He's so good, and he deserves the TNT Championship, which is... You know, he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. He's going to win it from Sammy, which is why I don't think Andrade is going to win it on Friday, because I'm much more interested in seeing Wardlow beat up Sammy Guevara than I am seeing Wardlow beat up Andrade, even though that's a lot of handsome for one match, don't you think? Wardlow, <laughs> Wardlow losing to Andrade would be fine after his face turn. Yeah, I suppose, you know, and Wardlow, or not Wardlow, Andrade and MJF have been shown to have a working relationship, so you could keep it furthering that Wardlow-MJF feud, which is going to be... Well, and Wardlow doesn't need to have the belt to uh, beat up on MJF. Facts. So Andrade winning still holds true to me. Yeah, I you know, it's all coming together, but I, I think Wardlow winning is the right decision here, which is crazy to say in a match that contains Keith Lee, you know? And Powerhouse Hobbs. And Powerhouse Hobbs. And Ricky Stark. And Ricky Stark. And Ethan Page. And Ethan Page. All Maybe. of them. All of them. So many good boys. And Orange Cassidy, who is, like, for sure not going to win. You could have Christian in there, though, because Christian in a ladder match is fine. Yeah. You know, it's not 2004 Christian in a ladder match, but... But, you know, he's been good, you mm-hmm. know? He's he hasn't so, wrestled in a long time. No, not, I don't think he's had a match... Since Full Gear? Since, since the full trios gear. match? Yeah, and he hasn't wrestled on Dynamite since he won the Impact title, or on TV, yep. since he won the Impact title on the first episode of Rampage. Can we talk about how AEW hasn't sent these goddamn pre-sale codes out still? It's like, get on it, Tony. It's like, how am I supposed to get tickets to the next pay-per-view that go on sale Don't today? you have holdover tickets from the two years ago, Full Gear? No, they, they, got, they got rid of those. I don't know if I'm going to go to that one. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to Chromio the night before. In Las Vegas? Uh, in Denver. <laughs> at Red Rocks. So you're going to Chromio at Red Rocks Friday night? You're... No, going to Ro- Chromio Saturday night at Red Rocks. Oh, that's right, because Double or Nothing's on a Sunday. And then we're going to take a flight Sunday morning to Vegas to go see Double or Nothing. That's a pretty good vacation. It's so relaxing, I bet. <laughs> you know, sometimes you vacation to chill, and sometimes you vacation to party, and that that's a bit of a party. I fucking love that for you. Party. Party. Uh, yeah, Wardlow wins. Uh, you could probably throw in the next women's match in here. Yeah, perfect place for Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Championship. Do we even need to say it, man? <laughs> We've only been saying it since the beginning. First time we saw her on Dynamite, you know? The the thing about uh, AEW title reigns is you can you can almost see when it's ready to flip. You know, with Kenny, uh, Kenny to Hangman, uh, the Bucks to the Lucha Brothers, uh, these long-running tag team, or the long-running title holders, you can see when off in the distance Hikaru Shida's. You see Britt Baker, it is... It is time to pass the belt to Thunder Rosa. The best women's wrestler in the world. You know? Oh, yeah. And it's been apparent the whole time she's been on the roster, and every time a move got made and she was a little further away, you were like, eh, you know, eh, could, you, could you get Thunder just, Rosa just back in that world? Because <laughs> the correct move when you have the best wrestler in the world of a type is put the belt on them and let them have it. Well, then Kenny needs to be world champion when he comes back. I don't disagree with you. You know, it's the Okada method. And say what you want about New Japan. The two years where Kazuchika Okada was your world title holder, very good. And that's what Thunder Rosa can do for your AEW women's world title. I don't think it needs to be two years necessarily. It can be. But 
you know, this is the start of what I imagine will be a year at least of really good AEW women's world title matches because this one's going to fuck too. These two have incredible ring chemistry, oh, yeah. as evidenced in that Lights Out match, which basically catapulted Britt Baker to where she was now. Thanks to Thunder Rosa. Thank, 100% thanks to Thunder Rosa. So, a little bit of payback here is going to be a very good women's wrestling match that Thunder Rosa wins. Yeah. I Yeah, I think that this will probably be your best Britt Baker title match. Um as it should be for her on her way out here. Um, because, yeah, why would you not put Thunder Rosa as your as your world champ? I think you're going to get uh, her her folks trying to interfere. You're going to have Mercedes Martinez further that feud along. Uh, and then you're going to get Thunder Rosa winning clean. I think just a clean victory. Britt Baker laying there crying in the middle of the ring, losing yep, her title. Absolutely. Going to be a sad week for the power couple, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, and good, because maybe they need to be meaner and angrier, because, you know, they could be more heel than they currently are. They're both such bad wrestlers that they can't get the crowd to boo them. They can't get the crowd to boo them, even though they're heels. Such bad wrestlers are they. Yeah, I imagine you're going to pretty much do all of it for this one. Fire Thunder Driver, you know, Britt Baker, Panama Sunrise. Mm -hmm. I think that Thunder Rosa should be the first woman to escape the lockjaw, which would be very good and I would mark out pretty hard for. And I think... Baker should come out in the Steelers colors, in the black and yellow, just like Adam Cole should too. They should match and they should both valet each other's matches for sure. Sure. You know, because really, when you think about it, wouldn't Adam Cole be an incredible manager? <laughs> For sure, but I'd, I'd have him get after one of those big, beefy guys from the ladder match. <laughs> you got anybody? Probably got to get rid of that hair, too. <laughs> got anybody in mind? <laughs> I think Keith Lee, Keith Lee hasn't done great on the mic uh, since he's been in the not a, AEW. Not so. a charismatic guy. <clears throat> so I think that maybe if you put Adam Cole with Keith Lee, but you get rid of Adam Cole's hair, probably. You know what I was thinking? What's if that? Keith Lee is a, a very good name for a guy like Keith Lee. Yep. What if you called him Cat Dog Keith Lee? <laughs> what, what, if you, what if you called him the Cat Bear? You remember Cat Dog from the 90s, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the world with a little cat dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all this to say, thank you, Britt. Uh, incredible title reign. Took it off uh, Hikaru Shida. Please Good. find something for Shida to do. Wouldn't that be nice? You remember when Hikaru Shida was on TV? Mm-hmm. Remember all those good matches with Serena Deeb? And what we got out of it was the professor's five-minute rookie it's, challenge. It's very simple, Tony. It's very simple, Tony. I accidentally spoiled Dynamite for Ryan one night because <laughs> I sent him a picture of of Serena Deeb with a microphone in her hand and was captioned, a decision. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, thank you, Britt. Congratulations, Thunder Rosa. Boy, oh boy, I hope that's how they do it. Yeah. We're could, ready. Could you imagine if they didn't? I'm ready to be able to cheer my women's champion. Could you imagine if they did? It's like so clear that they're going to. I'm more certain about this than literally anything else, including the main event. Sure. Sure. So certain am I. Do we have anything besides the main event? Oh, we yes, we do. <laughs> oh, yes, you know, we do. You, you know, know, I hate, I hate, 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 hate to bring it up, but we have one little match. Just one? Just one. Not even a big deal? No, not not even a big deal. Uh, just a little bit of a dog collar match. Just, just a little bit of some yucky, yucky stuff. Boy, <laughs> did MJF... Just play everybody like a fiddle. <laughs> you bunch of stupid idiot marks. It's like Same. you've never even hold, heard the parable of the toad and the scorpion. Al- Alvarez and Melty going the greatest promo of all time just for him to fucking kick it in the balls the week after. <laughs> just fucking kick it down the road. Fuck it. It was all fake. <laughs> dumb idiot marks. <laughs> you dumb idiot marks. Get worked. You know? 
Every once in a while, professional wrestling just gives you a reason to believe yep. and then kicks you in the fucking dick with it. Yep. Oh, it was beautiful. MJF should win. There I said it. He's not gonna. I want to make clear I am going to pick CM Punk, but MJF should win because <laughs> that was incredible. Oh, it's it's one of those things. It, there's a couple ways that for future fantasy booking that I have on this, and it's number one is do you just have MJF be the guy that CM Punk can't beat? Ever, because I think that MJF is the person who takes the title off of CM Punk, but I think C- CM Punk is the person who takes the title off of Hangman. So two future shots from now, but do you have MJF win, and then he can be one of Hangman's next opponents and lose and lose, and then CM Punk builds himself up to what would eventually be All Out, where he could take it home in Chicago. Um, God, wouldn't that be good? And, and MJF's still got, you know, all of the bad guys that can come and help him out. And if CM Punk is literally strapped to him from a steel chain, how is why wouldn't everybody else come out and just beat the shit out of him? You know, but it's it's one of those things where I think you could you could just easily go either way. However you wanted to do it, you you could be perfectly happy with it. Um, but yeah, I think you have CM Punk win. <laughs> Uh, Could you imagine it's, the it's, heat? There, there, I've I don't know if I've seen a better thing than I when I saw when I saw MJF come out in that white shirt. I was like, oh, CM Punk's gonna bleed, and then he's because why would you not wear all white if you weren't gonna have the other guy's blood all over you? Ray Lewis knows more than anybody in the whole world. For, the, for, for those of you who watch wrestling and not sports, uh, Google Ray Lewis and talk about a white suit. Yeah, oh, yeah. and talk about some blood. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, all this to say, uh, this is going to be yucky, huh? Boy, you just didn't think CM Punk at 43 years old would be down for the blood and gut well, shit. Did he but, be yucky? But here he is getting real yucky on cable yesterday. Like, how about I get yucky? <laughs> you want to get yucky? It's, we'll show you yucky. We'll show you blood and guts. Do you think that MJF and CM Punk sat down and they were like, I mean, it's pro- we should probably do yucky, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's... There's no way that we do this without getting yucky. <laughs> you just want to keep it cool? No, let's get yucky. It, it's going to be like, man, we're, are we just over here eating shit about liking CM Punk? Yep. Huh? Yep. Huh? Oops. Boy, do we look stupid. Oopsie. Yeah. Uh, you just knew. The people who knew knew it was going to be like this when this happened. And it is. Yep. You know? Yep. Uh, this is so good that people are forgetting what a good AEW world champion Hangman Page is. True. And that's, you know, that's not a knock on Hangman, who is my personal favorite wrestler right now. That fucking Kane tweet. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Uh, chef's kiss. Perfect. He is the internet's champion. It's true. <clears throat> but. He's he's for sure. I, dare, I don't know if I'm coming making this term up, but. I just thought of it right now. Uh, the people's champion. Nice. Very good. Very good. I'm sure somebody's used that, right? Uh, certainly. It certainly wouldn't have been. Tweet like- at us at the GGRP all caps or uh, at Dirt Sheet Pod. Yep. Uh, first and second plug of the show Very right good. there. Very Tweet good. at us if you've heard of anybody use. Uh, people's champ people's or the champion. people's the people's champion the people we the people's champion we the people has been used that was okay. jack swagger okay for sure i huh. uh, wonder what he's up to now <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be good because he's got you know the buckshot lariat sure what if he called it the people's lariat oh <laughs> shit you know because he's the people's champion shit. so it's their lariat for sure for sure, and then he could stand on the ropes, and he could he could be like put his arm over and like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because he goes over the rope. I know? would love to hear Adam Page talk about pie. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you just love to hear Adam Pop. Page talk about pie Pop. and then go on to star in a billion movies? Yeah, and then become the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Anyway, um, if that sounds like anybody you guys know, tweeted us at Dirt Sheet Pod. Third plug of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that moves us into the main well, event. Well, you then, didn't right? say what was going to happen. I, oh, I said CM Punk was going to oh, win. Okay, yeah. I said I think CM Punk wins. Uh, but if you have MJF do it, great. I think that you could have him beat CM Punk every time. Every time. Like it's the first time every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could be uh, like uh, there's three things that are true in this life. Death, Death taxes, taxes, MJF beats Punk. <laughs> Tweeted us if anybody's used that. Yeah, if anybody's ever used that, <laughs> tweeted us at Dirt Sheet Pod. Sick reference. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> right before we get into the serious notes of Adam Page versus Adam Cole for the AEW World Championship, I would like to mention that that meme about AEW having people fight over their names actually is fucking happening because they literally are fighting over who the better Adam is. Yep. Yep. Which is crazy, because Adam Page's real name is Steve. It's it's uh, getting us to uh, when we get Cage versus Cage. and Page versus Page. Yep. Yep. You know, <clears throat> maybe somewhere down the line, Brody versus Brody would probably be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me. I uh, Yeah, I am excited uh, for this main event. You, you are going to get Adam Cole out there. He's been a champion everywhere he's ever gone. Including being the elite, congratulations! Yep. Most prestigious belt in wrestling. It's true. It's true. He wanted a taste, and he got he got a taste. <laughs> Fucking coach. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, man, you just you just Adam Cole is so good. Yep. You know, yep. Adam Cole's so good that I cheer him, even though he's a heel, and he's the only exception I make. Man, oh man, is it just like. If Hangman Page's world title reign came to an end right here, would it really be that bad? No, I, I, you have, you, what would you have? You'd have the, I mean, fourth best title. <laughs> Fucking dumb. There's only been four world champions. Yeah, uh, I mean, it'd be better than Jericho's run, in my opinion. Just on the fucking time limit draw and the win over Brian Danielson alone, you'd like, you did the thing, but I. Wait, you texted me though. Uh oh. <laughs> I you texted me that you thought that the Lance Archer Texas Death Match was better than either Danielson Page. Okay, but and hear me out on this. <laughs> he did a buckshot off the referee's back, Ryan. <laughs> you know how many times in your life are you going to see something like that? Uh, hopefully, none more. <laughs> you didn't like it. I I just. I, because you, uh, you texted me. Every rose has its thorn. Because you texted me, and you said, how could a LaBelle lock be anywhere near as good as seeing the crucifixion of my Lord and Savior, <laughs> Jesus Christ, every time that Lance Archer wrestles? <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember texting me that? Uh, uh. <laughs> He was in Wrestle Kingdom 12. He was the world uh, heavyweight tag team champion. Oh, yeah. Lost to Sonata in, in Evil. Hey, congratulations, Sonata, new IWGP United States champion. Too bad they waited until he had Muda knees, you know? Nice. Who did he beat? Tanahashi. Good for Sonata. Yeah, he deserves it. So handsome. Mm-hmm. He could walk through that forbidden door. You know, being the United States champion. Big think. time. Big time. And yeah, I think you're going to have a pretty good back and forth match here between the two Adams. Crazy <laughs> that we're talking about Adam Cole versus Adam Page for the world title. Uh, yeah, I'm sure these two have wrestled before. I haven't seen it. Nope. You know, I, I was not a huge... Tony hasn't released the tapes yet. Release <laughs> right. the tapes, Tony. How could I have possibly seen Ring of Honor in 2016? <laughs> I don't know. Honor Club? No, thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, it's like when you accidentally click a porn link or something like that. And you're like, no, 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 no. Honor Club? No, 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 no. no. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Honor Club is that porn that you like... 
I mean, I watch porn, but ugh, you know, <laughs> you know, it just wasn't for people. Not like a pervert. Back then. Not a pervert. <laughs> right. I'm just a man. <laughs> uh, but. Adam Page has been perfect as AEW World Champion. There I said it, man. All he does is say good things about himself that are disrespectful and clever. And sometimes it feels like, and I'm just going to say this, Adam Page is sometimes just a little too smart on the mic for some of these dumb idiot AEW marks. He's a little too smart to be a wrestler. Yeah, it seems like he might just kind of be a smart guy. And... Uh, Adam Cole is also a smart guy, and so what I think you're going to have here is a very, like, well-constructed, long world title match. I think you could get something five stars here. I hope so. I mean, Adam Cole's, or Adam Page is averaging, like, 4.75 a match in his last five matches here, so, uh, I mean, you couldn't expect anything less out of him. I think, yeah, you... I, I don't know how long Adam Cole can go, but I know that Adam Page can go 60 minutes. That's true. He and did. He did it. He's done it. He he does it, I should say. And the thing is, I think this could go 29 to 34, 34 probably would yeah. be my guess. You know, is probably where you have it in here. There's a lot of matches on this card, so you think over the four hours, you know, Plus, Tony Khan keeps saying that thing about new storylines coming up in Revolution, which mm-hmm. might, you know, makes you think you might get some other stuff on this show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it doesn't need to go forever, forever. I'm just saying I don't need like 18 minutes and it being pretty clear the whole time that Adam Cole is very good and then like quick babyface comeback win. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think you're gonna get uh, like a little bit of a back and forth, uh, New Japan style. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's just like in that Nuge style, that you know, Bullet Club era, Ring of Honor style. Just a nice long, well paced match. You've got to make Adam Cole look super duper strong here because. You know, the loss to Orange Cassidy, which didn't count but did happen, was very recent. Mm-hmm. And this loss is going to be recent. This loss is going to be very recent. And you just can't have Adam Cole losing all that often. But you're going to have him dealing with the fallout from the Bucks and Red Dragon for a while here. And so he's got things to do. You know, hey, maybe just a Kenny return, you know? Maybe just a Kenny return. And you think he's out of the, the chamber? I don't know. If, you know, I just, I think about Kenny Omega every day and it makes me sad every time I don't think about him wrestling. So what if Kenny Omega just comes out in like, I don't know, a Barry the Bear costume, right? <laughs> Barry the Business Bear. And fucking V-triggers Adam Cole's head off his body while the referee is down or something. And then just looks at Adam Page and rolls out of the ring. Boy, would that be fine. Boy, would that just be fine, you know? Uh, but I do have Adam Page winning here because, you know, you hope that MJF or CM Punk either way is your next AEW world champion or Kenny Omega's coming back at some point. Like I said earlier, you put the world title on the best wrestler in the world and Kenny with a fixed body is the best wrestler in the world. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe have... Cole kick out of a buckshot lariat, which I don't know if has happened in AEW or not. Or maybe get a foot on the rope for a buckshot lariat, you know? Oh, yeah. Just, like, gotta make so clear how great Adam Cole is. Especially since, you know, he's the only person that our five foot ten world champion is actually taller than. Yep. Yeah, I think that you're just gonna have a real, real fun match. You know, it, it get it going. Get it, get these two going. I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I'm trying to find that fucking pre-sale code, man. I don't think it's there. I don't think it... Doesn't it usually drop at like 11 a.m.? Tickets go on sale in 28 minutes. Maybe they just didn't do pre-sale. There's three options for pre-sale. Maybe they just didn't want you to have the pre-sale code, Ryan. Fuck you. Ain't that the truth. I assume you also have Adam Cole winning. Adam Page winning. 
Adam, Adam Page. Page winning for sure. Cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. Maybe just bring Miro out after, you know? Wouldn't that be fine? Maybe just Miro comes out and stares down Hangman Page. Yeah, I would love that. You know, bring Miro back on the pay-per-view is, I think, what I'm saying. Yeah, I would... All I'm asking for is to see Miro. Wherever. Yeah. Dear listener, we thank you uh, for being with us through our entire year-long 35 episodes of podcasting. We cannot say that we appreciate you enough. 25 listeners on the show last week. I think we just start live reporting the numbers like they're COVID cases, Ryan. What do you think? Sure. I like that. Yeah. You know, thank you to every 25 of you that listened. You can follow us on Twitter at Dirt Sheep Pod and at GGRP, all caps. Uh, Thank you to Griffin, who did our podcast art. You should follow him on Instagram at Griffin Mern and on Twitter at SugarlessPhu. And thank you to Dom for our podcast music. You can find Dom on Instagram at Dominic underscore Yadrich, at Ringer is Loud, at WaistbandMN, and at BlinkyFace, but the A is a V. I think I got every single one of those right, Ryan. I think you did too. I think you killed it. Thank you. Uh, dear listener, join us next time for more smart wrestling takes by Dumb Wrestling Mark. Mark.